just found the initial factor, a podcast where you will find inspiration, motivation, and vision to help you get started with your dreams, get going with your goals, and discover your initial factor. So, if you're ready, get your mind set, set your ears open, and let's start this episode because we're about to begin in 3, 2, 1. Welcome back. Welcome back, Initiators, to another episode of The Initial Factor. My name is Rain Bautista. I am your host, and we are going to be talking about or continue our series for today called Restaurant Dining. Last episode, we talked about you're hungry. It's, it means that your soul is hungry, your creative mind is hungry for uh, certain things. It is when we're talking about hunger, you are in a state of unsatisfaction. This is when you have like so many worries in the world. There are so many things that bombards your mind that you can't even think straight. There are things that you're worried about that, you know, uh, you can't even begin to start discovering your initial factor. You can't even begin to start proceeding with your creativity. So what's the remedy for that is food right so when we talk about food food is the source of your fuel and your energy this is where you can get your creative mind set up when you're no longer hungry when you're not worried about the pain that you're having in terms of like the lack of food or the lack of fuel and energy then you can start uh, thinking you can start thinking creatively you're no longer in the state of unsatisfaction, but your body, your needs, your immediate needs are being satisfied in a way that you can propel your creative mind to really think about creative solutions. Now, where do we find food is we discussed it's one of which is would be restaurants, which is a source of food. This is going to be the place where you can purchase food. This is the, going to be the place where you can satisfy your needs. And last time we cut off, we got cut off by the different types of food. And we are going to be talking about that today. But before we go on to that, let's just discuss first this Bible verse uh, found in John 8 chapter 8 verse 32 and it says over here at the later part of the verse that the truth shall set you free so today we are going to be speaking about the truth we are going to be speaking the truth about your food about you being in the state of hunger of what kind of food are you going to be eating there's different types of food based on either uh, on purpose either it's based on wants or based on needs so without further ado, if you guys are ready, uh, get your snacks on, uh, make sure that you've eaten before you listen to this episode because we are going to be talking a lot about food. This is episode number seven of the Initial Factor podcast, part two of this series restaurant dining called Ordering. All right, let's jump into it. We discussed last episode about restaurant dining or uh, you're hungry and when you're hungry first thing that you should identify is to discover your source of food which is the restaurant discover where you want to go where you want to eat what kind of food would you like to have and once you go to that restaurant what happens next after you enter the building you get sat down and what does the waiter give to you a menu right and this is 
common sense, common knowledge that when we order, sometimes we know what we want, sometimes we know what we need, but sometimes you get into that sitting moment and look at the options that the menu has to offer. And with that, maybe sometimes your, your preconceived option might change only because of like the different things that they are offering and maybe they have changed the menu or maybe they have a special menu uh, that they would provide to you like lunch services there's like different types of like discounts that you can have with that for the best value of your money wherein you can get like this side dish right here this soup right here you know this appetizer right here and it comes with a meal and like a drink already right so you try to want to consider that factor as well but we're going to be mainly talking about like what uh, the different types of food are there and which is based on wants and based on needs so let's talk about first on based on wants whenever I sit down at a restaurant sometimes I look at like what I really want from that restaurant right so let's say we went to a Mexican restaurant one of the things that I do personally is that I judge the food based on like my uh, the initial order that I get from that restaurant. So the first thing that I always do when I go to a Mexican restaurant is I order quesadilla because that thing is my test food. If you can get your quesadillas right, then I'm pretty certain that 80% of your food will be okay. And that's just my personal preference. So. There's like different food preference and food flavor profile that we can talk about based on what you want. There's also different cravings. To me, it's just like a personal preference that I just get quesadillas every time that I go to a uh, new Mexican restaurant I've never tried before. But it basically depends on what you want, right? So when we're talking about what you want is that what is your flavor profile what kinds of taste that you like there are some people who does not like spicy food my mom and my sister shout out to you guys I know you didn't like spicy food I do I don't know how that turned out to be but oh well whenever I cook food for my mom and my sister I try to like uh, remove a little bit of the spice into the food that I make for them so that they're able to enjoy the food right because like I said there's like different flavor profiles there is and that really just depends on your personality so let's take this into a practical setting when I'm talking about like uh, flavor profile and different taste I'm mainly talking about like the skills that you have the uh, preference that you have as a person we are uniquely made each one of us you are different from the next person sitting right next to you and their likes their hobbies their passion might look a little bit different from what your likes are what your passions are maybe you're into uh, chess maybe you're into basketball maybe you're into ice skating maybe you're into um, adventure or maybe you're into like a quiet life just sitting happily into the library and getting to know like and learn more knowledge so once are basically your hobbies your passion like what do you want what does your heart desire what does uh, what does your heart um, what makes your heart sing okay 
So it's really different people have different personalities and it's okay. You know, some person might go order to a restaurant and get something sweet. And maybe you're the kind of person who does not like something sweet. So maybe you'll go for something salty or for something sour or something maybe like in between. So it really depends on what you want. And notice like when you order like some most of the times actually you order differently from the next person right sitting right next to you. And it's okay. It's okay what um what it is that you order based on what you want. And there's also the cravings part. When you want something, sometimes you crave for something. And this is um there's like two different factors that I identify with these cravings. It's based on what you see and what your um previous experience is and that became that becomes your favorite comfort food so first thing is what you see what you see sometimes there's like subliminal messaging into this like marketing when there's like a promotion of like there's a new recipe over here or like you've seen something in a billboard saying that are you hungry try this like certain menu just exit down exit 184 and you will find us to the right you know something like that so that's basically based on outside influence you may form a certain craving for a certain thing that you wasn't you weren't thinking of to begin with only because of outside influence now bringing this back to a practical setting you know you might not be into golf but since most of your friends are into golf maybe you've considered that you know what maybe i should hang out with them and discover what it is in golf that they um they find relaxing about or maybe into what's that called retail therapy at first i did not believe in such a thing uh because i've always heard this from females until a guy suddenly told me about retail therapy so you know i i've marinated for it for a while i've meditated for it for a while and sure enough i tried it <laughs> i tried retail therapy and i will tell you initiators it is real it is real and it is dangerous <laughs> um yeah like uh if you don't have that self control do not ever ever try retail therapy you might lose all of your money or all of your paycheck so it is something that really suits your soul it is something that can satisfy a want not a need right <laughs> so yeah basically cravings can also be a part of like uh the foods that you want based on what you see the other thing about cravings is that you know uh favorite comfort foods something that you have experienced before and has became a comfort food for you so for instance um To me there's this instant noodles brand that I really really like. It's called Pancit Canton. Uh shout out to Lucky Me <laughs> if you guys uh would like to sponsor this uh podcast. Hey, why not, right? <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so that instant noodles is just so so good. Like it's just like even right now I'm craving for it. Like I've been wanting to go to the Asian market and to buy a couple of those so that I can have them, but it's basically something that I want. I don't necessarily need that certain type of food because need is something that, you know, it's just like your body just needs certain nutrients to be able to function, but wants is something that your personal preference, your passion. So when i talk about like this this are like your comfort zone um 
when going back to the practicality of your ideas, you might be comfortable into some certain topics based on your passions, your hobbies, your likes. So to me, I like businesses. I like strategy sessions. I like um, anything that has something to do with team building. Now, if you put me into a setting wherein it's like, uh, let's say, hard labor, like being a mechanic or going out there in... I don't know, like construction. That's something that I might not have like an interest on only because that it's like, to me, it's hard labor that I try to avoid because I do much of my labor into like the thinking side of things. I'm more of like an office guy than a field guy. Now, I may do those field things here and there, but I would not enjoy it if I do it for the rest of my life. Right. So like really identify like what your uh, what your wants are, what your preference are. If you're somebody who is designed to be an architect, hey, become an architect and try not to be a professional athlete, a professional basketball player. So you'll be able to identify this based on the the skills and the passions God had given you. You have something in you that would fit best onto like the job description that you are going to be creating in the future. Look for those opportunities. Look for those opportunities that would align to your certain skill set, passion, and likes. Ever heard of the saying that, you know, if you work a job that you like and you enjoy, it's almost like you don't work a job uh, in, in your lifetime ever. You don't work a day in your life ever. So it's like that. When you're so passionate about what you're doing, it's almost like it's no longer work, but it's your passion. It's like what you live for. Think of like those things that you would love to do even if you don't get paid for it. I mean, of course, don't strive for not being paid for it. Still find like that job that will pay you in a way that, you know, it's something that you love to do even if it's already overtime and you won't be complaining about it. Okay? All right, so that's about like the food that we want. That's about our personal preference. Now let's talk about like the food that you need. So these are the things that will satisfy your soul, your the nutrients that will provide your body in order to function properly. And when I talk about the soul, there's actually our hum- the human being is a three-part being. There's the spirit, the soul, and the body. The spirit is basically your innermost being. Most of the time, people don't understand what this is because they haven't really made the time to identify, to like really uh, get to know their spirit man into themselves. This is like your truest self. This is like who you're made to be. This is sometimes, some, sometimes, which is really sad. Uh, most people go to the end of their life and never discover their spirit man. And I urge you, uh, initiators, if you haven't found your spirit man yet, go go down to our Facebook accountability group, message me, and we'll we'll talk about that separately. The, there's another time for us to like talk about the spirit, but we're going to be mainly uh, focused on the soul. Uh, and just to touch on to the body, the body is basically our physical vessel. The body that we have, the one that you can touch right now, this is the body. It's really There's really nothing else to like discuss about it, but it is the physical vessel of where our personality lies, where our true self lies. So it's like, you know, uh, when you're 
when you're listening to me right now, you don't see me physically, but you know that I'm speaking to you. So that's my soul right there talking to you, or perhaps my spirit even. Um, but the body, you cannot see. So that's that's basically the body. It's like the physical vessel where our spirit and soul lies in. Now the soul is your heart, your will, your emotion, and your consciousness. This is your deciding factor of like um, when you start to think, when you decide whether you go you go to the left or to the right. This is like your will and emotion, your heart, your mind, and your soul needs to eat. Your soul needs to be fed. This is why there's so many, so many mental illnesses out there is because your mind, your soul has been deprived of certain food and nutrients that are not good for you. You know, there's like so many anxiety out there. This like uh, AD, um, different disorders that they come up with names with. I don't even know all of them even because I really don't. I don't see a need for me to get to know all these things. But I urge you, folks, like if you've been hungry for this, if your mind has been hungry for like the certain nutrients it needs, go find that spiritual food that can satisfy your soul. Um, and so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the truth of this. In the Bible, it says in 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. This is the key verse for your soul to prosper or into our analogy of restaurant dining for your soul to be fed. When you prosper in all things, uh, your soul prospers as well, or at, actually, the, it's the other way around. When your soul prospers, all you're you're going to prosper in all things as well. Um, so let me give you an example of this. Food for the soul. Food for the soul is basically what your ears and eyes receive. And the key word here is receive, because you may listen to a lot of things. You may you may hear a bunch of different music, podcasts, uh, lectures, and you may see uh, lots of things as well in TVs, um, in museums, and all sorts of information flows through our uh, five senses. But mainly, we use more of our sight and our hearing. Now, you may hear or see these things, but there's a difference when you receive them. And what I mean by receive them is that when you believe what is being said. So let's say I tell you that, you know, 5 plus 5 equals 25. Most of you, thank goodness, most of you, <laughs> there's a few of you that will not understand this. Um, but most of you will believe that that was a lie. 5 plus 5 is not 25. 5 plus 5 is equal to 10. Um, and that's basically the truth that our soul needs. When you take care of your soul, when you put like the good things into your soul, into your heart, into your mind, then that's what will come out to your life. So if you've been putting junk, junk foods into your soul, what will come out to your life? Junk as well. If you've been putting like curses uh curses a cool a negative culture a lifestyle of like negativity and blaming others and conflict and all those like negative things violence even what do you think will come out of your mouth 
you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So be careful of what you put into your heart. Be careful what put you put into your mind. When's the last time that you've read a book? When's the last time that you've read a book that actually helps you have a soul prosperity? You see, we feed our physical bodies with like physical food, and yet we forget to feed our soul. We are a three-part being, and if you're not feeding your soul, and you're just basically taking in junk, there's some nutrients that your soul is like needing. And here's the thing, guys. I'm not here to condemn. I'm not here to, you know, put down on anybody or to judge anybody that's listening that may have a problem with this. But you cannot feed your soul with physical things. And when I mean by that, you cannot feed your soul, your anxiety, your depression, all those like negative thoughts with chemicals, with chemical imbalances, with drugs, alcohol, and cigarettes. That will not satisfy your soul. You're simply tricking your mind at the moment and you're still feeding your physical bodies with certain chemicals. Anxiety, depression, and negative emotions, they are not in the physical realm. So stop doing that. If, you're, if you are somebody who's feeding your soul with physical things, that does not make sense. You're spending money um, foolishly. You know, like you can use that money to feed your physical body with like actual food and then feed your soul with soul things, with things that you can read, things that you can listen to. Even this podcast, feed on this podcast. I encourage you. I really, really do. And my my hope is with you. Like, I'm in your team. I want you to prosper. I want you to succeed. But we can't even start talking about your idea if you're in this state of hunger. So, initiators, feed your souls, okay? Feed your souls with the truth. There are certain truths out there. And be careful. Be careful to identify which ones are junk and which ones are um, good for your soul. You know, it's it's really easy to identify those. Um, you'll see it based on the fruit. If it's producing life into your into your life, then yes, whatever you're taking, keep on taking that. But if it's producing a negative result, then I would say those are junk foods for your soul. Okay. So here's my call to action before we end this episode. And next time around, we're going to be talking about. Part three, which would be waiting. Yes, after you order your food, it doesn't just magically appear into your into your table. The chefs have to prepare them. The chefs have to make sure that they get your food well done. And there's a process called waiting. And that's what we we're going to be talking about next episode. But as we close this episode, uh, here's my call to action for you initiators. Creativity will only flow if you feed your soul creativity. Your soul will only produce truths if you feed it truths. If you feed it junk, then it will produce junk. Here's my challenge for you. Watch what you receive in your heart. You may listen, you may hear and see like junk, 
but that doesn't mean that you have to receive it. Don't partake on it. When you see and hear it, just discard it. Don't even think about it. You know, don't believe that. Fill up yourself with so much truth and there are so there are so much truth that you can find in the Bible. If you're a non-believer, if you're somebody who has never read the Bible, I encourage you, give it a try. Um, check out the book of Proverbs and see if you disagree with whatever is like written over there. The book of Proverbs is very simple. It's easy to read and it's easily comprehensible. Most people don't even like read the Bible because they have this notion and thinking that it's hard to read the Bible. Um, it may be hard at the beginning, uh, but I tell you, look at the book of Proverbs of Solomon and it is like, clear-cut, cutthroat, black and white, you will be able to understand it uh, easily. And then, you know, if if you don't have any other source of, like, uh, truths, I, I encourage you, be an initiator. And what what does uh, becoming an initiator mean? It only means that you just listen to our podcast week after week and just just that. There's no not much commitment to it. And if you do want to be a little bit committed to your ideas, to your creativity, and to like learning more for your growth and everything, then join our accountability group on Facebook. But yeah, those are those are my challenges for you folks, or I mean initiators. I'm I'm still talking about folks i don't know where i got that from but anyway on a side note i love you initiators i hope that this brought some truth and some light to you and my heart really is for for your life trajectory to change into like a positive note all right well i will see you initiators in the next episode and one last thing before we end this as i always say to each and every episode that i have at the end Whatever takeaway you're about to apply, progress you've made or success you have achieved, keep on coming back for more because this is just the beginning. This is your host for today, Rain Bautista. I will see you in the next episode of The Initial Factor.